Up next, Voices Matter with Franziska Passion. In a democratic society, every voice counts. We are convinced that everyone has a meaningful story to tell. Our new feature, Voices Matter, is a platform to make your voice heard. Welcome to this last Voices Matter of the month October. So that's the last episode that we are collaborating with the One People ASBL on. They have hosted all the conferences and all the events in the framework of Black History Month these past 30 days. And my guest today on Voices Matter is Moses. He came to Luxembourg via Ukraine. Moses, can you start by telling me about this journey that is behind you now? Why did you go to Ukraine? Okay. Um, first and foremost, I would like to say a big shout out to one people for this opportunity. And also I want to say thank you for having me. So talking about my own side, where I'm coming from and how I got to Luxembourg. I'm from Nigerian originally, and um, I had a desire to travel out to study. You know, initially the plan was to like um, travel to the US to further my studies. I had a godmother then, she's late. Yeah, she was actually there to like help me out with all the process and everything. And um, the plan changed, so I have to improvise. I've been hearing about Ukraine for quite a long time, you know, but I came across the, a platform, um, like an institute platform. So, and I just said, okay, since I've been trying this way and it haven't been working out, I should take a different step. So that was how I applied to Ukraine. And um, I traveled to um, Ukraine. That was um, 2019. It's been a journey. It's been so like, um, like motivating to me. It's been so um, educating as well to me because I learned things I didn't know before. I came across people I haven't met before. You know, that was my first time traveling, seeing a white person. You know, I've been seeing a white person, like, in my, my childhood, on TV, on the streets, you know, but seeing them in person. You know, I, I experienced this culture shock because they, they were not an English-speaking country. So, but I was just optimistic. I was just, like, very optimistic about everything. I wasn't really mindful of who I am as an African, but I'm mindful about where I'm going to. And that gave me a focus. So regardless what anyone thinks or feel about me or about my skin, it doesn't change anything about my personality. So even when I was in um, Ukraine, of course, I experienced some racist behaviors. I met some good people. Because there is an adage that says, talks about eggs. So they, they, in every good egg, there's always a bad egg. So that means there's not everyone that is bad. So I will not categorize every white as a, as a bad person. But my life has really been a good experience so far. And I've learned from my experience 
going through Ukraine, I've experienced racist behavior, I won't lie. You know, sometimes you, even the situation that happened during the war, it was really pathetic and very gruesome because some people lost their life during this journey, this whole journey. Some people lost their life and some people, you know, some people gave up along the line. They they just, they gave up on their future. They gave up on their education. You know, something they have built for so many years. But how has this been for you, especially when the war in Ukraine started? How did you experience this uh, situation when you had to leave Ukraine? Was there any uh, discrimination that you have experienced? Of or? course, of course. Um, we had, we, we, we had um, a very, very bad situation i'll put it that way and it wasn't really fair because even when we were leaving normally we're all like trying to flee out of the country because of the world and it's not a time for you to start being discriminating or start being biased it's a time to take everyone along you know and You know, the whole scenario, I believe the world is aware of it. So I I don't need to say much in details about it. The world saw everything that happened, how people were being pushed out, how they were being, like, abused, you know. But we thank God for where we are today because even with all the whole, like, the whole challenges we went through, we still got here. So that's the most important thing, that despite the whole challenge, we didn't give up. Before the war started in Ukraine, like you lived there for at least two years? No, I, I lived there for about three years. Okay, yeah. yeah. Where did you live in Ukraine? In which city? Okay, where I lived in Ukraine? I lived in Dnipro. Were there many people from Nigeria in general? Is it of a course, thing to yeah. go from Nigeria to Ukraine? Yeah, yeah. Why Ukraine? It's yeah, because it's, it's, it's very affordable and their system when it comes to education is good. Yeah, the education is good when it comes to computer science, when it comes to um, medicine. They are very good in teaching. I can attest to that like based on my the years I spent there studying, you know, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't able to like finish, but you know, I can attest that they, they, in terms of education wise, they, it's, it's perfect over there. Like, and that's one of the reasons why people gave it a thought to like move over to that place because one is affordable. Look at Luxembourg, for example, it's a good country. It's a beautiful country with beautiful people with nice people, I've met good people, I've met bad people. But the point here is, look at the situation about accommodation. It's really challenging, you know? So accommodation there is, is affordable, you know? The cost of living is also affordable. You know, the educational system is also good. I think that's the reason why most Africans went there to study. Yeah, because it's much easier to go There is no much restriction. It's much easier to like go and and it's it's very affordable. Yeah, and for those that studied in places like Kiev, the capital, I think 
most of them there speaks English. Even the Ukrainians, they speak English. So it's most it's much easier compared to the other um, regions. But then, in when you were studying, were you uh, did you spend most of the time with Nigerians? Yeah, I I I had some friends from Nigeria. Yeah. I had some friends from Nigerian as well, from Ghana, from Nigerian, yeah. Then you went via Hungary and Germany to the Netherlands and finally ended up in Luxembourg. At the time, there were some African, especially Nigerian students, coming from Ukraine who were refused asylum at first in Luxembourg. How was that for you? Did you experience this kind of discrimination when you came to Luxembourg? I think yeah I did I did obviously it was it was I think it was like that it wasn't like that everywhere though but when I got to Luxembourg I, I actually experienced that because initially when we we're coming into the country we we're not coming with the mindset of oh we are expecting them to do this We are going there to to seek refuge. So when we don't want to stay in the country illegal, so we have to follow the right procedure by going through the immigration. You know, so and that's the reason why, you know, many people were denied, you know, for some reasons which I don't know. You know, some people were denied like, okay, we don't Maybe you are not from Ukraine, or maybe there was some biased behavior, which I can't tell. But all I know is that, okay, I was denied as well. Initially, I was denied. And how did you do then to finally, in the end, get the um, international protection? That is why, before the interview, I said a big shout out to one people, because um, they actually were the one that was there and they were the one that was supportive and actually did what they did for us to be where we are today so it was a long journey in the whole process you know documentations and everything conversations but I'm so glad that I met um, Mrs. Madeline. She is one. Of, she is the, I think, the CEO, of the owner of One People, if I'm not mistaken. She actually went through, you know, so many miles just for us to be where we are today, and she was a blessing to us because she stand, she stood out when people, when everyone, were not there to help. She was the only one that stood to her ground, you know, and make sure that everything worked out well. Yeah. So in the end, it was Madeline who helped you getting your papers sorted and finally... Yeah, I will say that with my whole chest. Yeah, Mrs. Madeline went through the whole process. Um, She's a godsend. She's a blessing. Yeah, she is. You know... I'm a Christian, let me put it that way. I believe in God. And when you put your faith in God, he makes ways where there is no way. He put people in the right places to help you. So 
I'm so grateful for, for where I am today. And it's all because of God and also Mrs. Madeleine. Yep. Do you go to an African church here? I am a, I'm a member of Christ Embassy. My father in the Lord is Pastor Chris Oyakilome. Um, I'm a believer. I'm a leader. I'm a, I'm a cell leader. You know, I've been looking for my church here for over a while. And one of the challenge here is accommodation. I just have to say, like, if you are like still trying to find a place and everything, or you are not comfortable, you know, or distance again, based on what you asked me, if I have I've visited some African churches here, but I still have this discomfort in me if I'm worshiping with my church, you know, um, because I'm being trained in a certain way to reason a certain way, you know, um, and there are many churches everywhere with different doctrines. So you need to be mindful of where you go to and everything. But I believe every church I've been to have been a blessing. The preaching is amazing. The pastors are amazing. And it's good to be with your your fellow believers, your fellow brethren. You know, it's stir up your faith. You know, stir up your faith. And that's the most important thing. Let's talk about one last topic. You are a musician as well, Moses. You make music. How about that? How has this developed during all these journeys? Maybe one last topic. How about your music? So oh. how has this developed over the past years and over, over all this journey also? Well, it's really a, an interesting topic because it's, it's my passion. It's something I really love doing. You know, this is my second time coming to the radio station to, like, have an interview. And um, my first experience wasn't that cool because I was a young guy, a young dude, and I was very, very, should I say shy? Yeah, I was kind of shy. And I'm still that kind of shy guy, you know, but I'm just trying to comfort myself and, you know, so... It's really been a journey. It's been a long time coming. Let me put it that way. It's been a long time coming because I've been doing music for over 10 years. And um, this is something I don't struggle to do. This is something I feel God has, you know, put in me to reach out to the world. And they have been up and down. They have been challenging so far. You know, I got a, I got a deal, a record uh, deal in Nigerian before I came to Europe, you know, what I did, I was like an independent artist as a young guy growing up, you know, finding his his passion and everything. I remember, you know, the money I get from my parents, I'll save it and run to the studio. Sometimes I have to beg the producer to like, oh, please, can you just record me a song and produce a song for me? And I got a voice note the following day To cut the long story short, I got a voice note. I was just posting my stuff randomly on Twitter, on Instagram, you know. And then I got a, a, a voice note from a record label from Lagos. And they wanted to sign me. They wanted to, like, like sign sign me, wanted me to have a deal with them. And um, I, I, I didn't go for it because 
then I was not really setting about what I actually want because I was thinking, okay, I'm doing I'm I'm doing this kind of song, so I don't want anything to deviate me from that positivity. And that was why I was very mindful of the choices I made. Even that's why I turned down the, the 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 record deal that was given to me. Like, oh, let's do music. And I dropped a new song, which I think I sent it to Madeline, and she said she sent it to you. Is it called Colorblind? Yeah, Colorblind. Yeah, we had a collab, um, like a collabo with um, with a friend of mine called Dami. So we had um, like a collaboration. We you know, they told us about the, the, the music was actually inspired by the movie we acted about about the the racism and um the whole African ish. So that's way we came up with the idea about oh, let's do this music, colorblind. So Dami David, a big shout out to Dami David. Dami David came up with the idea about the beats and uh, he gave me my own parts to do. So it was really amazing how it came out, and I was so impressed how people loved it. And when they heard the song, like, wow, the song is really nice. So you actually always continue to make music, also in Ukraine and everywhere. Yeah, I, I I started doing music from Nigeria. I took it down to Ukraine, and I'm still doing it till now. I even have some songs I'm still working on. Yeah. The song Colorblind has recently been released. It talks about how we are all humans, how we are all equal, regardless of skin color, race and nationality. So that was Voices Matter for today with Moses, who told us how he went from Nigeria to Ukraine and finally ended up in Luxembourg. And this song of his is called Colorblind. That was Voices Matter. At Era City Radio, we are convinced that every voice matters. Yours as well. If you want to share your story, contact us at listeners at era.lu or via Era City Radio's social media channel. So priceless, this good color blindness. I see men as trees, I see men as three. Body, soul, and spirit, no color. We were made for more, but we're blinded by the things we see. The less you see, the more you feel the rhythm in your bones and eyes closed, hands raised, heart open. I hope you feel the rhythm going rare. I see a ray of hope, I see the land is green. I see people come and people go. I see people fall in love again. I see people fall in love again. Colored blind, colorless. We are human first, not less. One day we will be free from the broken mentality. Colored blind, colorless. We are human first, not less. One day we will be free from the broken mentality. Colorless, we are living first, not the less. One day we will be free from the broken. 
Slave is dead from the mind, freedom comes with a tug. Silent don't mean I'm coward, I know the powers of war. I'm a king and not a slave like Martin Luther. Out of the mountain of despair, a stone of hope, a hero was murdered. I repeat to the ladies who quote, I never lead us to lost your life. Fighting for freedom, making us equal. I see the colors, not a problem, but a people. Human race is perfect, but governed by evil. Psychological blunder were defined by our skin as a gift you can't afford. Don't bleach it to spill black, don't sell it in search of diamond or precious stone like Congo 8,000 souls enslaving their modest land the blood of the innocent the rich in the world and tech just evil encapsulated with science and all the signs trying to give us direction and form how to relate with people of different colors and tribe cultural belief regardless we all here. colored black colorless we are human first not less one day we'll be free from the broken mentality colored black colorless We are human first, nothing less.